Hello, and welcome to Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie Conover, and this is episode number 42, Routines That Matter. Hey, hey, what is going on in E2E Nation? Oh wait, okay, clearly I've been watching way too much Bachelorette. Well, not really. I haven't been watching too much TV lately because I've been a bit busy running the E2E Summer Conference and launching our new membership site. But we'll talk about that in a few minutes. How are you all doing? Are you enjoying your summer and soaking up these last few minutes of relaxation before school begins again? Personally, I am not sure where the summer has gone. Between baseball tournaments, dance recitals, and all that is going on over here at E2E, I know I need to appreciate the end of summer more than ever. This last week, we had the E2E Summer Conference and over 11,500 teachers registered for this event. And it was amazing. I can't even begin to describe the magic that surrounded this conference. There were so many teachers collaborating and talking and connecting. And I just wanted to take a minute to read a few comments that were left in the Facebook group um, during the conference. So Stephanie said, As a teacher who is switching schools and curriculum this year, it's places like E2E that keep me sane. This conference has inspired me to look at this switch as an opportunity to reboot my teaching. Stephanie, that's amazing and good luck to you in your new school. Brandy says, I loved the choices, flexibility, and passion. I love how I can wear anything, hello ball cap and t-shirt, and multitask meal prep and cleaning while learning from peers that are as passionate as I am about teaching. Brandy, from a person who just went on an hour walk listening to podcasts so that I can learn myself, I can totally relate to why you love this about the E2E conference. I'm a big multitasker myself and I'm glad that you were able to fit it all in. Alicia said, This is my first time participating in an E2E conference. I love the variety of topics and perspectives from different teachers. E2E provides a rounded view of topics and is great at home professional development. Alicia, welcome to the E2E family. I hope you're gonna stick around for all that we have to offer this fall and winter. And finally, one more, Monica says, I stumbled upon E2E by following some of my inspirational IG teachers. As a self-contained fifth grade bilingual teacher, I am learning strategies and tips that I can bring into my classroom. This e-conference is proving to transcend all classroom languages. Bravo. Oh, wow, Monica. That is a huge compliment. And I have to say, I mean, as an entrepreneur, I am trying to keep E2E super focused so that we can then expand and grow, right? Like I want the base of what we are to be so strong that when we decide to branch out into maybe one day a conference focused just on bilingual teachers, we know how to do it and we have the formula down right. But it really, really made me happy to hear that you were able to get so much out of this conference. We had over 200, I'm sorry, 420 comments on our Facebook page that just sent the same kind of messages uh, about the conference. This conference wasn't the only success we had this week. We also launched our brand new membership site and so many teachers want to continue the learning and the community 
And the reaction to the membership site has simply been overwhelming and is going to allow me to focus full time on bringing amazing on-demand professional development to all of you. Really quick before we get started, I just want to let you guys know about the E2E membership site. This includes access to all of our previous conferences, so New Year Reboot, Career Conference, and this past summer conference, as well as new content and challenges each month. So in August, we're focusing on back to school. And as a member, you're going to get a free organizational binder template. You're gonna get a challenge with prizes. Yes, prizes. Free TPT content from some of our favorite TPT authors, as well as a great reflection activity being led by Heather Campbell. And on top of that, we're having a members only meetup on August 14th with a surprise panel of guest teachers and gosh, so, so much more. You can become a member for $10 per month. Yes, that's two Starbucks coffees or one less lunch out. You can become a member. And many teachers are even getting their school districts to reimburse them for the cost of being a member. You can become a member until July 31st, 2019. And after that date, the membership is going to close and it's going to be closed for all of the month of August so that we can focus on the members we have. At the end of August, the membership site will reopen for a few days and close again. We're doing this because man, we wanna treat our members like VIP and we can only do that if we're focused on serving our members instead of trying to get people to come on board. So we hope you'll join us before July 31st. Okay, so let's get to the meat of this podcast, Routines That Matter. Routines in the classroom are so, so essential for so many reasons. Today, I've invited some of our E2E talented teacher leaders to share why they believe routines are so important, as well as they're going to share their favorite classroom routine with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, my name is Meredith Newland. I'm an English teacher from Denver, Colorado, and I believe routines matter in the classroom because students need to know that they are safe and secure, and when they feel that way, they are more eager and open to learning. One of the routines that I use in my classroom is greeting students at the door with a smile and a hello and a question about how their day is going if I have time. And this routine works really well because it shows the students right away that I want them in my class and that I value them and that they are important. So I am really excited about this new school year. I hope that you have a fantastic school year. And if nobody else tells you today as a teacher, you rock. Hello, my name is Ashley Ramirez, and I'm a fifth grade teacher from San Antonio, Texas. I believe routines matter in the classroom because they not only allow you to maximize your time with your students, but they also enable them to really take the lead in their learning, which is so crucial today. Before the new school year begins, I really like to reflect on what has worked in the past and what could be strengthened. One of the routines in our classroom that I use and has worked for us involves students taking on leadership roles. This is such an essential routine to how our classroom is able to run so smoothly. Once all roles are up and running, every little thing that I would take on myself, such as managing supplies or creating a morning meeting question, becomes a responsibility of the students. It is suddenly their responsibility and they take ownership in that. 
I like to start the process off by thinking of how I want our classroom to function day to day. You can definitely get it going at any point, but August is ideal when you're first establishing your norms and those high expectations. At the end of the first week of school, when I've been able to explain and share each leadership role, my students then apply for their top three. At our school, each student is required to have a role. Students get to experience what it's like to showcase themselves when they apply every nine weeks. They learn how essential each role is, and they even have the opportunity to suggest something new. By the second week of school, I go through and give each student a congratulations letter that tells them which role they've been hired for. Our leadership roles with descriptions are displayed in our classroom, and I attach student names by each. I've even done student numbers instead of names before. As the nine weeks continues, my students are earning class dojo points for completing their role, and they're able to cash out their points in our class store, which again is another leadership role ran by my students. That's another routine that functions so smoothly because they know the norms and expectations. I feel like I know that our routines are truly working when they're put through the substitute test. Can your classroom function with someone new jumping in? Do your students know the routine when you're not there to run it? Leadership roles have passed that test, and I am honestly so excited to start the process again this coming school year. Hi, my name is Amanda. I am a high school English teacher from the Northern Illinois, Southern Wisconsin area of the United States. And one of the routines that I practice regularly in my classroom is an end of class routine. So in high school, one of my biggest pet peeves is students who try to line up at the door before the class period's over. If there's any sort of rustling of backpacks and packing up and getting to the door, I absolutely lose my mind. So I know that for me to solve a pet peeve problem is to create a, a management procedure or routine to solve that problem. So what I do is I kind of have three signals. So the first one is it's time to pack up. So I say that usually with about maybe a minute and a half left in the class period. My students know that they cannot pack anything up before I actually say that line. Um, they know if I hear zippers or I start to hear that shuffle that I will absolutely hold them until they can be quiet and listen to the procedure and the directions from me. So it's time to pack up is the first thing. At that time, they can pack up their things, but no one is standing up or getting up because the second thing I say to them is cheeks and chairs, which is code for keep your butts in your seats. Um, so the kids can pack up, then it's cheeks and chairs as a reminder in case they forget. And then finally, I kind of try to say with the bell when it rings is have a great day. And so when I say have a great day, that's when they're dismissed. But for example, like if they were packing up early and I was keeping them, like they're held with me until I say have a great day. So usually it takes about two or three times for them to mess that up. And they're so anxious to go find whoever in the hallway that they will absolutely wait for my commands so that they can get out on time and have their full passing period. So that's what I love about that routine. It really has solved that problem for me at the end of the class period. And I feel like we always end on a positive note and with some encouraging words and no one's cranky. So routines are great. I can't wait to hear everyone else's. Hello, my name is Beth Pittman and I'm a first grade teacher from Lodi, California. I believe routines matter in the classroom because it sets the tone for the year. You can't teach a class you can't manage, so setting up routines early is key to a great year. One of the routines I use in my classroom is establishing relationships. 
This routine is essential because your students need to connect and trust you in order to succeed in your classroom. However, building relationships is not always an easy thing to do. Some students will bond with you right away and other students take more time. Here are three things I do in the first couple weeks of school to form relationships with my students. The first thing I do is I have families fill out a quick questionnaire about their student. This lets me know a little about them right away. I can quickly find out who is thrilled about school and who isn't. I can also find out any cultural things about my students that are extremely important, such as those who don't eat meat or don't celebrate certain holidays. This way, I'm starting off the year respecting their families. If you teach older students, they could easily fill out a questionnaire on their own, on paper, or easily in a form in Google Drive. My second thing that I do in the first couple weeks is give my students free time every day. Yes, we play even in first grade. It's something they look forward to every day those first couple of weeks. Then we play every Friday after the first two weeks of school. You can learn so much about your students by observing them in free choice time. I also play with them these first few weeks because conversation is so much more natural during play and I can get to know my students better. My last tip to help build relationships is an app called Seesaw. It's totally free and it's such an amazing app. It's a digital portfolio app that your students can do amazing digital assignments on. However, my favorite part of Seesaw is the family connections. Families can see pictures of their students and I can send home notes to them about things happening in our classroom. All families love seeing pictures of their child. All families love being part of their child's education in some way. Every year, my families tell me how connected they felt to our classroom through the Seesaw app. I hope these three tips help you build strong relationships with your students this year. Have a wonderful school year. Hello, my name is Carrie Conover, and I was a teacher for 10 years in Chicago Public Schools. I believe routines matter in the classroom because you can set high expectations for student behavior from the first day and first minute of school. One routine that was essential to my classroom was the way we lined up to transition to somewhere new within the building. Believe it or not, there are so many opportunities to teach students correct behavior when forming a simple line. Keeping your hands to yourself, giving other students the space they need, resetting your mind for a transition into a new activity, and most importantly, how to be respectful and quiet of the learning going on in the school building and of other classrooms. At the beginning of the year, make sure you give you and your students plenty of time to learn how to line up properly. Set a super high bar and do not leave that classroom until every student has met those expectations. I don't mean that they have to walk and act like soldiers through the hall, but they do need to be respectful of other people's space and of the learning going on in the building. This is a very easy way from day one, from minute one, to show your students that you expect nothing but the best from each and every student in your class. During my 10 years of teaching, the first thing we did, even before I introduced myself to my students on the first day of school, was ask them to line up at the door. You're gonna learn so much about your students and they're gonna learn so much about the expectations and the high bar you're gonna set for them. Seems simple, but it is so key to a successful classroom.
Hey there, my name is Kristen Walker and I am a second grade teacher and a blogger over at easyteachingtools.com in San Diego, California. I believe routines matter in the classroom for so many reasons. First, I think they matter because they teach your students about how your classroom works and how things run. And they're also so important because your students will start to see how things work. They'll be consistent and things will run smoothly. When students know what to expect, they feel safe and things are more predictable. This is also so important when you have a substitute teacher in your room because your students know how the day goes even if you aren't there. Now, one routine that I think is so important in our classroom is turning in student work. Now, you may be thinking, of course, but really, Oftentimes teachers forget that and students don't know where things go. And so what tends to happen is that students may be interrupting your guided reading groups or being off task talking to a friend because they aren't sure where to put their work. So if you have a spot in your classroom where work goes and students know it goes there each and every time, it will help eliminate missing student work in our classroom, I always expect students to put their work in the numbered turn-in basket. It's just a basket with file folders inside that are numbered. Each student has a number and their work goes inside. What I love about it is that it's easy to see who hasn't turned in their work. And it also helps eliminate the problem of work that doesn't have a name because it's already in the folder with the number and it's easy to see who it belongs to. This routine is so important because you need to see student work. You don't have time to be looking for their work or collecting it. Just have a spot in your room for them every single day for every single assignment. They know exactly where it goes. Keep it simple. No need to overcomplicate. Hello, my name is Erin Bracco, and I taught kindergarten for seven years in the Chicagoland area. I now run a company called Buddha Belly Kids Yoga. I believe routines matter in the classroom because developmentally, children crave structure, and oftentimes they are missing healthy routines outside of their school day. If they aren't getting these routines at home, it's super important that we include them in our school day. One of the routines that was imperative in my own classroom was yoga. We did yoga in the mornings, right when we got to school, as well as after lunch recess, and at certain points throughout the day. Movement was truly an integral part of our daily experience. It allows for students to get their blood flowing and increase brain function, and therefore we find higher levels of academic engagement. We did simple yoga poses, as well as breathing and mindfulness techniques. From transforming read-alouds into storybook yoga, to adding yoga poses to morning meeting, or taking short breaks throughout the day where we're just kind of bending and moving and shifting our bodies, there are so many simple ways to incorporate this routine. For example, every day before writer's workshop, my kindergartners held the pose downward facing dog. This routine works really well because this pose strengthens our hand muscles, the ones that we need to hold a crayon and a pencil really well. Additionally, getting upside down reverses the flow of our blood and that increases brain function. Down dog is also super fun, so the kids get to be a little bit silly before they sit down and focus. Hello, my name is Erica Aguirre. I am a secondary history teacher from Southern California. 
I believe routines matter in the classroom because it sets the students up for success and helps teachers manage their classes better. One of the routines I use in my classroom is starting my class period with a bell ringer or warm-up of some kind. Something that gets the students working right when they sit down for class before the bell rings. You can use a content question, a reflection, or a summary of the previous day, or use this time to check in with your students and ask them how their day or week is going, and even set goals for themselves. And students can respond in their journals or notebooks or even just a sheet of paper or whatever learning management system you use. To me, this routine is essential because it sets the tone for the class and gets the students in an academic frame of mind right when they enter my classroom and my instructional minutes aren't wasted trying to grab their attention and settle them down after the bell rings. On day one, I have instructions on the board for my students when they walk in the door. And on day one, I teach them about the bell ringers and what types of activities they will expect to see. Hi, my name is James Hunt and I teach sixth grade math and science in Popper Bluff, Missouri. I believe that routines matter in the classroom because once those expectations have been set and you practice them over and over again with your students, then the rest of your year is going to go much smoother. One routine that's important to me that I use in my classroom is spreading kindness. We do this a few different ways. One way that we spread kindness is by celebrating each other's achievements. We begin each day with something called good things, where students go around and acknowledge a good thing that has happened to them or something that they are looking forward to. We also have a shout out board where students can write shout outs to each other and hand deliver them as a tangible way to say thank you. As a middle school teacher, I always encourage students to utilize this board because this is such a trivial age for some. Spreading kindness to others is something that can make a huge impact for a lot of students. Hi, my name is Matt Halpern and I am a kindergarten teacher from Maine. I've been a classroom teacher for about 16 years, uh, most of those in kindergarten. Um, I believe classroom routines matter because they help kids feel successful and also they help kids take risks. And one routine that I use to help with this is um, something I do for kids to show me that they have something to say. So I know and typically um, teachers have kids raise their hands. Um, I am very against hand raising for many reasons. Um, mostly I think that it stops other kids who need more time to think from thinking. So instead of raising um, a hand, one routine that I teach kids is to take their finger, their index finger, their pointer finger, and tap their chin or touch their chin while they're thinking. And then when they have an idea that they would like to share with me or with the class, they move their pointer finger from their chin to their forehead or their temple. Um, and so that is just a really simple routine that helps keep the class quiet um, and it also helps kids have time to think um, and not feel pressure when other kids are raising or waving their hand. So I hope that's a routine that maybe you would like to try out in your classroom um, and I think you'll find that it really can kind of change the atmosphere around kids sharing. Well, that's it for E2E this week. Soak up those last rays of summer and thanks for being part of the E2E family. Until next time, my friends, keep on relaxing on.